Good morning, church. Welcome uh, to our third outdoor service at three beautiful weather Sundays. Uh, We're just going to keep this going, if that's all right with you. Uh, Great to be here together, and good every week to see um, some new faces joining us. Uh, Welcome on our live stream. Uh, We should have some people on Facebook and YouTube watching us now, and some who will watch later on a recording. And so welcome uh, this morning. Uh, Just a reminder, uh, if you don't know the drill, uh, there are communion cups in these uh, styrofoam cups. Uh, Just a shout out to 804 Main. Uh, About a year ago, they gave us these cups, and we had no idea why. Uh, and now we do. Um, just like uh, this cart, Randy Bates gave us this cart a while back and we never knew why, and now we do. So uh, uh, we are thankful to 804 Maine, who never knew they would be helping us have communion. Um, as a reminder, uh, you're invited once you get in your seat, uh, you can keep your mask on or take it off if you like, but if you do get up, uh, 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 put it back on, and as you leave, uh, put your mask on. Uh, if you need a restroom, uh, there's the uh, handicap accessible, gender inclusive one just inside that door um, and to your left in the nursery. And we had a great uh, Tuesday with our mobile food pantry. Uh, We gave out 400 400 boxes of food. 400 Um, bags and... Hundreds. Hundreds of people. And 200 cartons. I think 200 cartons, 400 bags, a lot of great volunteers. This parking lot was filled with people um, as we uh, sent sent people around uh, to pick up their food. And just thank you to everyone who volunteered and uh, made it a great success. Um, I had one other announcement that I forgot to write down that I can't think of right now. Um, so, uh, just, uh, uh, we're still doing coffee time right over there in the shade on Tuesday. So join us at 9.30 every Tuesday. And with that, I'll turn it over to Marty. Um, and if you have any joys, any prayer concerns, uh, if you can text those to the number that's on, uh, the whiteboard right above Andy, then that would be great for our prayers and joys. And right now, as we come to God and worship, just taking a deep breath. Um, for myself this week, um, it, was, it was a hard week. And I imagine for a lot of the parents out there, uh, it's been a hard week. This week before sending children off, trying to decide what's best for you and your family, and uh, making the appropriate arrangements for those. Um, So this week, I've been praying a lot the serenity prayer because there are a lot of things I need to remind myself that I cannot change and that I need to be able to still breathe and still have my faith and still continue. So I'm going to do a few uh, rings of the bell, and then I'm going to say the serenity prayer And if you just need to close your eyes, if you just need to take in a deep breath, if you need to look up at the trees and the butterflies and the birds, whatever you need right now, I encourage you and invite you to do that together. God, grant me the serenity to stop beating myself up for not doing things perfectly. The courage to forgive myself because I'm working on doing better. And the wisdom to know that you already love me just the way I am.
Let us worship God together. Let us now call each other to worship together today. Out of a world of cutthroat competition, of winners and losers, and too many left behind, we come together. The world's ways are not our ways. The world's ways are not Christ's ways. Out of a world of hatred, violence, individualism, and life-taking power, we gather as God's people. God's ways are inclusive, expansive, and life-giving for all peoples. Come and worship the one whose love knows no limits. Swim and splash in the cleansing waters of divine community. Resurrect our spirits and souls in worship of the one. Praise be to the everlasting one. Now join me in silent prayer as I read from the Psalm 138. We give you thanks, O Lord, with our whole hearts. Before the gods we sing your praise. We bow, we bow down toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and faithfulness. For you have exalted your name and your word above everything. On the day we called, you answered me. You increased my strength of soul. All the rulers of the earth shall praise you, O Lord, for they have heard the words of your mouth. They shall sing the ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of the Lord. For though the Lord is high, God regards the lowly, but the haughty God perceives from far away. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you perceive us, you preserve us against our enemies. You stretch out your hand, and your right hand delivers us. The Lord will fulfill the Lord's purpose for us. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. Amen. So now comes a, a difficult part for me because I have to sing uh, hymns in front of all of you and you can't sing along with me. So it's kind of awkward, but um, I don't know if it's okay if they hum. Okay, please hum along with me. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't spit. <laughs>
I'm not getting in trouble anymore. <laughs> but Bodie, you you're not gonna be able to to be perfect all the time. You think? <laughs> I do. I mean, I've never really tried it before. <laughs> Here. So, so you're saying I may mess up, and maybe I'm setting myself up for failure? I mean, I don't want to say you're setting yourself up for failure. I want you to aim high. I want you to make good choices throughout your day. I want you to have a fantastic school year, but I also want you to know that it's okay to make mistakes. Because we learn from our mistakes, and we become better after we learn from our mistakes. We can learn from mistakes? Yeah. That's how we go through life. Every single one of these people that you see has made a mistake. And believe it or not, we learn from our mistakes more times than we don't. So, when I make a mistake at school, I can just tell my teacher, I'm learning. <laughs> you can. Okay, I like that. And so, when you when you do that, what are you also trying to do? What did you learn when you well after you make a mistake? What do you learn? To 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 not do that again. That's right. We learn we learn to try not to do that anymore. Okay. To fail better. I heard someone say that. We make mistakes, but we learn to fail better and smarter. Don't make the same mistakes the same time over and over again, huh? That's right. Hmm. Okay, well, maybe I'll give that a go. Okay. Do you think Batman and Superman ever made mistakes? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You know, uh, Superman's parents are right over there. <laughs> they can probably testify to mistakes being made. Well, that blows my mind. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to go and... Oh, wait, wait. Can you bless my backpack, too? Yeah, Bodie, you know, oh, I've, I've got these backpack tags... And we're going to make sure that everyone that's here can grab one. We're about to bless them in a moment. Oh, is that your backpack, Bodie? Yeah, it's a little big. It is a little big for you. Yeah, I, I sleep in it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a lot of supplies and, and all that, you know. It, it's hard being a kid. It is hard yeah. to be a kid. And so we're going we're gonna to pray over our backpack tags in a moment. And everyone that's here that's a teacher or a student or somebody that helps with learning in any capacity, then they're going to be able to have one. And then all the people that are at home that are in those same roles, we're going to go and Pastor Travis and I are going to drop those off at their house for them and put them on their doorknobs so that they have them come the time that, that school's starting. That sounds like a great plan, and I love seeing all these kids out here. Do you like those? Yeah. You know, there, there are a couple new ones over here to your left that you haven't ever met before. Hi. <laughs> well, have a good, good back-to-school kids, okay? And I'll do the same. And I guess we won't be perfect, but maybe we'll be our best. Being your best is all we could ever ask for, Bodie. All right, see ya. Don't forget your backpack slash sleeping bag. <laughs> what a blessing it is to be here at our church, having church. It's been a while, um, and it's 
in part due to the uh, the resources and the dedication of all of you to continue your giving, to continue to support this church in the way that you have. Um, it would not be possible to continue to do the things we are doing and using our church in ways that, uh, that glorify God uh, by having mobile food pantries and coffee times and uh, the farmer's markets that we're using our property for. It's just such a blessing to see, see how richly we have been blessed. Um, so with that, uh, please remember uh, that the offering cans are available up here if you have not already donated online or with the application on your phone. Will you join me in prayer of thanksgiving, please? You have richly blessed us, O Lord. We thank you for all the gifts that you have given us, both physical gifts and spiritual gifts. We remember your grace, your mercy, your understanding, and we thank you for all of the gifts that you have given us. We ask that you take these gifts that we have given today and use them with your will to do good in this community. Through Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right, um, my daughters Hannah and Grace are going to come up and, and sing some special music for you today, and uh, this isn't your normal sit in your seats and listen type of song, this is going to be a, a, a snap along, clap along, stand up and groove and dance if you want to, um, but this is kind of a fun one that we have been working on, um, initially we thought this was going to be one that we recorded and you guys got to watch online, so we're going to kind of do like an MTV video type of, uh, type of thing. But uh, you're going to get the live version today. Uh, the song is called Grace Got You. It's by Mercy Me. Uh, it's kind of a fun little song. So as soon as we get the microphone set up, we'll be ready to go. Side's hurt and smile. You just got away with something white. You just 
Street's got you. Ever since, ever since, Street's got you. Listen up, y'all. You. you got away with something bubbling inside of you, spilling over because your life is full. How incredible, undeniable, monumental, like the Eiffel. Uncontrollable, let the joy flow through. Ha ha. I'm giddy over pity, pretty please. Let me see your hands in the air with you out your seat. Warm it up, let it go, shout it out, celebrate. When you can't articulate, then just say amazing grace. Uh, 
Uh, prayers also for Lisa Bates as she continues to uh, have uh, the, the blood thinners to uh, disperse, dissolve that blood clot that she has so that she can get uh, her AFib in order and that regular good healthy heart rhythm back in place. God of healing. Uh, and continued prayers for Susan Ward as she's now unpacking in her new place. Uh, prayers for healing for her ankle. God of love and healing. Uh, Don uh, Darnell has uh, been transferred to a floor that uh, is no longer in critical care, uh, but, all, but uh, he is still uh, in need of a, a lot of uh, good rest. And just being able to, I think, just kind of realize that he has that uh, new new valve and uh, to be able to breathe easier is what he still needs. God of healing and love. Um, we want to continue uh, praying for Alex Yeager, uh, one of uh, Amy Lester's uh, students. Uh, he continues to fight in the AC, uh, in the ICU. Uh, his uh, parents especially appreciate these prayers right now. Amy is uh, really appreciating these prayers, and I know that Alex is as well. Uh, prayers for Alex that he continues to heal, to recover, uh, to live a full, healthy life. God of healing. Um, also, uh, Mary Jo Fox and Gary Fox's uh, son, Dan, uh, and his family, uh, who live in Fort Collins, Colorado, uh, yesterday a new fire started in their area, and it was only four and a half miles from their home. Uh, so those those wildfire concerns uh, that are that are there in place, uh, may God protect the wildlife and the human life, uh, and uh, the, may those fires stop. God of love. Um, also, uh, for the Holsteins, uh, joy for new cousins that will arrive in February and March 2021. God of joy. We need some joy right now. Uh, we want to also, we're going to say the prayer for the students uh, in a little bit. And let's uh, go to God in prayer for these uh, joys and concerns, and then uh, I've got a special prayer that we're going to do before we go on to the backpack tags. Uh, let's go to God right now in prayer. Uh, gracious God, thank you. Uh, thank you for giving us joys. Thank you for giving us uh, reasons to celebrate, but reminders also that you are always there when we have these worries, when we have these concerns, when when we don't know where else to turn, that you are always there. Gracious God, remind us also that we have this amazing family, this amazing community of faith that is standing beside you and beside us, and that we can do this together. We don't have to do it alone. Gracious God, thank you for the gift of community. Thank you for the gift of grace and love and laughter and song and joy. All of this we pray and give you praise. As we pray that prayer, our Lord Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Um, Joseph, I'm going to pick on you if you will just stand up and kind of wave to people. You, you don't really need me to have him stand up and wave to you. Most of you know who he is. Uh, some of you remember him as a small child growing up. Uh, I mean, just last week running throughout the church building, right? And so, um, so Joseph is one of those that we love. Uh, one of our recent high school grads from, from this year. Um, and Joseph will be going off uh, to do his basic training uh, next Sunday. And so this might be our last Sunday to have him with us before he goes off to training. Sarah Pratt, do not start crying. No, I'm crying from here. <laughs> and so I wanted us to, uh, we can't lay hands upon him like I would like for us to do. But instead, I want you to just, oh, others of you are now crying too. This is not helpful for me. If you will just put your hand up in the general direction of either God or Joseph right now. And I'm going to say a prayer for him that will be brief so that I can get through it. But uh, we're also going to, Don uh, has an address of where he will be, and so I'm going to put that in our Tuesday update, and I encourage you all to send letters to Joseph so that he has uh, our uh, physical reminders of us all being with him during this as well. God of love, I thank you for who you are, these things you've spoken to us, so that in you, Joseph may have peace in the world, in this period of basic training, Joseph will have tribulation. But Joseph, take courage, for God has overcome the world. Take courage in this time of great challenge and uncertainty because you are with God. You stand with God. Know that in your basic training, you are with this community of faith. You are with God and it's God's presence. In those times when you feel you are alone, God is with you. In those times you feel you are alone, this family, this community of faith is with you. Joseph, you can do great things. We've already seen it and we're going to continue to see it. Let others see it. Be witness, be a light for others. Be love when others don't even believe it themselves. Be that presence of light and hope and love in the world everywhere you go, even through your hardships. We love you, and we pray a prayer of blessing and protection over you. In Christ's name we all pray. Amen. Sorry, I had to do it. Okay, now, with tears streaming down my face, which hopefully you at home can't see, um, 
we're going to go to our backpack tags. And this year, this is what our backpack tags look like. A little uh, enlarged version for you to see. They say you are loved, and they have those three primary colors streaming through. Ooh, Oliver, in kindergarten, you're going to learn all about primary colors. That's right. So, um, these are our tags that our students, that our teachers, that our bus drivers, our custodians, our substitutes, our administrators will all be receiving. Some of them will put it on their backpacks, some will put it on their lunch boxes, some will put it on their purses. This will be their reminder every time they need it that this tag has been blessed by the church family here at Norwalk Christian Church who loves them. And that's what the back of this tag says. So if they ever forget it, they can just turn it over and see that. And I love throughout the school year when I pick kids up to do afternoon programming, sometimes I see this side of the tag, and sometimes I see this side of the tag, and it reminds me that they sometimes see this side, and they sometimes see the other. They're reminded that they're loved, and they're reminded that they've been blessed over, and that people love and support them. So good people, this is this prayer. As the summer draws to an end and school begins, parents are buying school supplies, administrators are busy with enrollment forms and bus routes, cafeteria workers plan their menus, janitors make sure things are tidy and sanitized, Librarians set out their favorite books. Nurses stock their stations. Aides, paras, and intervention teachers eagerly wait to meet their students. PE teachers have their stopwatches and whistles ready. Sounds of melody and harmony will soon fill the hallways of choir and band rooms. Teachers arrange their classrooms and lesson plans. Principals prepare for that first day. Students pack their bags and learn their schedules. Parents feed them, snap a picture, and prepare them with love. And the first face many will see is the bus driver of that yellow school bus. This year may look slightly different from years past. Some of you may be teaching remotely. Some of you may be learning remotely. All of you will be sporting masks. This year, many at... This year may change as we go, but there are some certainties in life, and one of those is the love and support of this church family. Today, we have before us the backpack tags that will attach to the backpacks that will be carried around to and from school by children, youth, and adults entering spaces of educational learning. These backpacks will contain work to be done, work that's been returned, books to be studied, tools to complete homework, notebooks, pencils, pens, protractors, compasses, calculators, crayons, scissors, and glue sticks, items to be used to fulfill the schoolwork will find their way in and out of these backpacks. Some days so much will be filled in these backpacks that the students may find it difficult to walk. Other days they'll be light and nearly empty. 
but on each and every day, these backpacks represent work required of the students and the, these teachers. And as in every aspect of our life, we bring these gifts, these things that will happen before God to be blessed at this time. If you're a student, teacher, bus driver, administrator, custodian, substitute teacher, whatever you are in the school district or an educational system, go ahead and stand right now, even if you're at home, stand. Kids, that means you too. As we pray this prayer of blessing over you. Gracious God, we lift to you today these tags that will accompany those we love and support from their community of faith that will enter a new year of learning. They are ready to receive your blessings as they commit themselves to study and learning in a new school year ahead. We ask a blessing from you on each of them. Further, we ask your blessing on these tags and the backpacks that they'll be attached to they will hold the schoolwork of each student. As these students carry these backpacks, may they be reminded of the love and care of this congregation as it surrounds them each and every school day. God of wisdom, we give you thanks for the schools and homes and classrooms of each of these students, of each of these teachers who will fill them each day. We thank you for this new beginning, for new books and new ideas. We thank you for sharpened pencils, pointy crayons, and crisp blank pages waiting to be filled. We thank you for the gift of making mistakes and trying again. Help us to remember that asking the right question is often as important as giving the right answer. Today we give you thanks for all of these standing here and at home, and we ask that you bless them with curiosity, understanding, and respect. May their backpacks be assigned to them that they have everything they need to learn and grow this year, whether at home or at school or at church. We pray as well for the teachers and administrators in our schools. May they also be sustained by your, bless by your blessing. May they be reminded that this congregation embraces their call to teach and learn and surrounds them with love and care. May this blessing of the tags that they receive be a reminder to them that their church family loves and supports them. May they be guided by love in all they do. And may you keep them, their families, and their communities safe so that all can have a blessed year. All this we ask in the name of Jesus, who, as a child in the temple, showed his longing to learn about you, and as an adult taught by story and example your great love for us. We all pray. Amen. I've already started stocking up on Kleenexes for two years from now. <laughs> we'll need them. Today's scripture reading comes from the uh, book of Matthew, chapter 16, verses 13 through 20. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do you say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, but others Elijah and still others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, 
For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. This ends the reading of God's word. Well, I feel like we've already had church this morning. Thank you uh, to the Pratts for blessing us <laughs> and all of Main Street uh, with your song. I know the neighbors enjoyed it as well. Well, I was reflecting, looking at the calendar this week, calendar this week and realized that today would have been the closing day of the Iowa State Fair. And I know this isn't. I know that were this a normal year, I would have been faced with a very, very difficult decision. Should I leave church today and rush directly to the fair or go home first? <laughs> now this year we've gotten a break from all the many fair decisions we have to make each year. How many days will we go? What kind of budget do we have to spend on rides? Which concerts will we attend? Which fried foods on a stick will we eat this year? And it's all fun, but it does become overwhelming at times as you're seeing all that there is to take in at the fair, cramming everything in, trying not to miss a thing. But this year, like it or not, we've been given a break from all those decisions, and our wallets are probably a little heavier, and our waistline's a little lighter. But pounds are not, stress or not, I would have still taken fair over no fair, but I'm thankful they canceled it, because if they didn't, I don't know if the gates of Hades could have kept me from making the unwise decision of going to the fair multiple times during a pandemic. And that's one hard decision I don't have to make. And I don't know about you, but I'm feeling decision overload these days. It seems like every day we're faced with a new decision to make, and most of them hard and bad decisions. From when and how to best go back to church, to should your kids learn online or in person, should you work at home or in the office or go on a trip or stay home, even leaving the house to run errands still seems like a pretty big decision. So many decisions, so many that are hard and anxiety producing, varying degrees of bad decisions. Things usually filled with joy now bogged down in risk assessment and over planning. Is there anyone else feeling that weight, so many decisions. Then we come to the gospel reading today, and it's about one more decision we're called to make. At first, Jesus asked his disciples and us a pretty easy question. Who do people say that I am? Sort of an opinion poll. Well, that's easy. Here's what we've heard, Jesus. Most people, well, most people think you're a dead prophet. Like John the Baptist, who just a couple chapters earlier was beheaded by Herod. Or Elijah, that ancient miracle-working prophet, or Jeremiah, the weeping prophet who, whose words are recorded in Jeremiah and Lamentations. Thanks for asking, Jesus. That's what people think. Now, what's for dinner? But Jesus isn't satisfied with this opinion poll. That's who other people say that I am. He points the finger at them and says, who do you say that I am? You make the decision. Who am I? And I wonder how we would answer that question were Jesus to ask us directly. Christians have long studied and debated, fought and divided over this question. Who 
is Jesus? Pages and pages have been written trying to answer that question. I imagine if we went around the parking lot today or in the Facebook comments, we might get a lot of disagreements as we all answer that question in a different way. Who do you say that Jesus is? It's not just a question, it's an invitation to make a decision. You're following Jesus, claiming to be a disciple of Christ, but who is Jesus to you? Oh, great. One more big decision I have to make, and what if I get it wrong? Peter, though, uh, who could have been nicknamed the decider, he chimes right away with his answer, without even thinking, as if he crammed for the test the night before, and this was the question he remembered the most. Jesus, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. It sounds straight from the textbook. And he gets it right. Blessed are you, Simon, Jesus tells him. But then Jesus, well, then Jesus says something strange, two strange somethings, in fact. The first, for flesh and blood, has not revealed this answer to you, Peter, but my Father in heaven gave it to you. You answered confidently, Peter, but we know God showed you the answer. And then another strange thing to say, I tell you, you are Peter, which means rock, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. So what does that mean? I don't know. There's been a lot of debate about that as well. Thousands of years about what Jesus really meant here. Was Jesus saying that faith in him was a gift of God, not something you do for yourself? Was Jesus saying that Peter would be the foundation of the church like a first pope? Or was he saying that Peter's confession, that belief in Jesus was the foundation of the church? Or maybe a little of both? Well, I think we'll leave all that debate to the scholars because I don't need that kind of stress this morning. And frankly, I don't think that's the point of Jesus' words. The story, it's not about getting the right answers or even making the right decision about who Jesus is. This story is in the gospel, and it's good news. Who do you say that I am? Well, guess what? Jesus says you don't have to decide. You've been given the answer. You are the Messiah, Jesus. That's the answer. We may not understand what all that means, but Jesus doesn't really seem interested, at least at this point, in parsing it all out either. This confession, it's a gift. It's a gift because you don't have to figure it all out. The faith that we have is a gift come from God. And if you had it all figured out, you wouldn't need the gift of faith anyway. This confession is a gift. But what's really jumping out at me this morning is that this confession is a gift because if I confess, that Jesus is the Messiah, guess what that means? I am not. That means it's not up to me to be the Messiah. It's not my job to figure it all out. It's not my job to make all the right decisions. It's not my job to be perfect, to get it all right, to be everything to everyone. It's not my job to save the world or even myself and build Jesus' church that's the Messiah's job, which I am not. And this is a gift. Because I've got enough going on, enough decisions I have to make. I don't need to add, be the Messiah to the list. So if you need to take your phones out, or your sheet of paper, and just check that one off, scratch it off the list, you can do so. Because we're living 
through some heavy days, big decisions, the future always uncertain. Every day feels like a new weight put on our shoulders and all around us. Those charged with making hard decisions seem to just slough them off to others, avoiding the responsibility. But the good news from Jesus' gospel is that you're not the Messiah. Jesus is. And Jesus will not slough off his job. He's going to build his church. He's going to unlock the doors to the kingdom. And as for us, well, we may mess up. We may doubt. We may be ready to throw our hands up in the air and give up. But we do the best we can. We muster up the most faith we can muster up. We get up. We try again. We face each day best. We know how as strong as we can possibly be. Now, I know we have a lot of heavy decisions. But Jesus invites us to just make one decision that will make it all a little easier. Will we accept this gift? Will we stop trying to be the Messiah and decide to let Jesus do it for a change? Because let's face it, I know y'all, I know myself, we make pretty lousy Messiahs, don't we? It's not our decision to save the world. It's our decision to let ourselves off the hook and let the Messiah for change do what the Messiah is best at doing. As Christ leads the way and we follow. And when we make that decision, nothing, not even the gates of Hades, can stop Jesus doing what the Messiah does best. Amen, and may it be so. We gather this morning around the table of Christ. To make that confession that he is Messiah and we are not. We gather at home or here in this parking lot breaking bread as he broke the bread. Sharing in the cup as he shared. Remembering those words that he gave us on the night he was betrayed. And he took the bread, broke it and said, take and eat. This bread is my body broken for you. And even this I give you. He shared it with everyone at the table, and after they had eaten, he took the cup, lifted it up, blessed it, and said, Take, drink, this cup is my blood, the blood of a new covenant, poured out, the, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for the whole world. As we share in this bread and this cup, we're reminded that it is Christ's living presence that sustains us. It's not our body. It's not our blood. It's Christ within us, giving us strength forgiving our sins, leading the way. Let us now give thanks to God for these good gifts. Glorious Father, we know that we can't do this life alone. We need you. Help us to remember to put you first in our lives and rely on your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness, which is granted to us through this meal. We thank you for that blessing. We thank you for the opportunity to receive it today. Through Christ's name we pray. Amen. These are the gifts of God for you, the people of God. Wherever you are, you're invited to share in God's good gifts. For all are always welcome.
we give you thanks for our time around your table, for our time shared in the presence of your people here and at home, wherever we go. We know we are surrounded with your people, with you, guiding us, leading us. Lord, may we follow and not try to be in charge, but follow after you, trusting in your guidance, trusting in your will. It's in the name of Christ that we pray. Amen. Um, Marty and Andy are going to grab maybe our trash can over there so that you can throw away your cups on your way out. Uh, thank you for joining us today and at home. Uh, it is good to see uh, your faces, or most of them. And uh, I think that's all for today. Uh, be blessed uh, as you go from this place. And uh, we continue to look uh, for uh, ways to remain connected during this time. So if you have ideas or suggestions, um, send them our way. And um, we did uh, include in the Tuesday update, uh, Marty and I are uh, initiating our uh, pastor's porch pastoral visits. Uh, so if you would like uh, a visit uh, while we still have some good weather uh, on your deck, on your porch, in your driveway, on our deck or porch or driveway or garage or whatever works, uh, send us an email, text us, give us a call, um, or we may be calling you. Uh, thank you. God bless you.